Arizona, Arizona Sports. Sports. The local sports, sports leader. leader. Burns and Gambo. The 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. Let's get caught up on everything going on in sports here at the turn of the Burns and Gambo show. It's time for the 4 o'clock reset. We start with March Madness. 11th seeded ASU taking on the Texas Christian University Horn Frogs in the round of 64 tonight. 7.05 first pitch. We'll have that game right here on the Arizona Sports app in 98.7. Sun Devil Source's Chris Cartman was on with Bickley and Murata this morning. Previewed what he called was a pretty even matchup. Ultimately, ASU has to try to play its style, its brand. It's so much what you see is the tenor of the game, who dictates that, kind of determines whether it's going to be successful or not. ASU did that really from the outset from Wednesday, and ASU's got a pretty good chance. You've got to be able to get second chance baskets or in the paint. Can't turn the ball over. Those are some of the most important keys. TCU defends well. They they get out and run well. They do not shoot the three well. That's kind of your Cliff Notes version of the Horn Frogs for tonight. No, they really like to, to pound it inside the paint. So a big game for Warren Washington. They like to get out and transition and run. They get a lot of fast break points. Um, and then you had me check on this earlier. What I'm being told is that Austin Nunez will dress. Now, he hasn't played in a month. February 18th against Utah was the last time he played. So he will dress. That doesn't mean he's going to play. But he's expected to dress for this game. His conditioning may be an issue, so may not be able to play. But but he will dress is what I'm being told. ASU is not the only Arizona team left in the tournament in about 30 minutes. 14th seed GCU will try to pull the big upset over number three Gonzaga. We'll keep you updated on that game throughout the course of the day. The rest I'm of the... pulling for him. Let's do it. Oh, of course. I think we all are pulling for GCU. That'd be awesome. Gonzaga, that's going to be a tough out. and That's a big ask for GCU. We'll see what they can do. The rest rest of the slate today has been really chalky so far. 7-seeded Michigan State beat 10-seed USC. The 14-seed Kennesaw State was leading 3rd-seeded Xavier, but Sean Miller's squad pulled it out in the end. Baylor beat UC Santa Barbara. That was a 3 over a 14. 5th-seeded St. Mary's beat 12-seeded VCU. 2nd-seeded Marquette's. Uh, obviously, they advanced. Uh, Pitt, there was an upset for you. They upset 6-seeded Iowa State. Creighton won. That was chalk. UConn on one that was chalk. Purdue is just getting underway against the 16th seed. Mostly chalky day so far, Gambo. All right, I had Pitt. I still got my final four intact, but I've lost two Sweet 16 teams in U of A and A&M. Yes. My I, wife actually has Xavier winning the whole thing. Does she? I have lost one Elite 8 team in A&M, but everything else is intact so far. Uh, and in the Bracket Bucks competition, right now Jarrett Carlin is leading the way here at the radio station. You and I are tied for second. Dan Bickley is tied for third along with Luke Lipinski. For those We're of you tied for second. You and I are tied for second, yes. If this were a competition, well, among, if we, this were a competition among the other shows, we'd be kicking ass and taking names right now. But that's what we do. That's what we do here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Also, more games later tonight. We'll keep you updated on those. For the Suns, they pulled out a tight one last night. Wagner, it's open. Mancaro had it blocked by a Kogi. Jo breaking out the eraser. Wow, that was a, that was a dangerous play there. 
It was a dangerous play, but the Suns sealed the game on that dangerous play way closer and tighter than anybody would have expected, but they beat the Orlando Magic to end their three-game losing streak. Josh Okoge with us moments ago on being embraced by the Suns. I feel like everybody's just embraced me um, from the coaching staff, you know, to my teammates, to the to the fans, and, you know, it just feels good to be able to, to play in front of those guys. What are the takeaways you have from last night? Yeah, I think that, I think that he's a guy that you want to look at keeping because he's he's been so good for you. He's on a veterans minimum contract. I think he's probably earned a, earned a nice pay raise too. But I think other teams will come after him. There was a lot of things about last night's game. You know, Book did not have a great game. They were able to overcome that and win. Chris Paul hit some clutch shots. Cameron Payne off the bench. That's the best we have seen of Cameron Payne. Uh, you know, Monty went with Landale over Bismack Biombo. Uh, and and like you said, hard fought game. You would you know you're looking for an easy one here or there. We could rest. Some guys, but they weren't able to. They had to go heavy minutes for their main players again. A busy day for former Cardinals speaking on the team and its players. First up, new Viking Byron Murphy Jr. He was asked about going from a team in the Cardinals who had a low NFLPA report card grade to his new team, the Vikings, who had the best grade. I would say I can tell since I've got here. Everything here is nice. I'm not going to lie. For me to come here and see how much, you know, I would say time and effort they put into this building and to their players, to the coaches, to the people upstairs just a blessing to uh, be able to come here and see that oh no i think it's free upstairs i'm good now (laughs) that's all you can eat now (laughs) you do not want to be on the wrong end of those jokes if you're the arizona cardinals you you open yourself up for that i mean if you you're the cardinals and you've got all these terrible grades and everybody's seen it now when players leave they're going to be asked about it so you know you 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 made that bed you got to lie in it you're some of your players not all of them but some of your players when they go somewhere else they're going to be asked about hey what was it like in Arizona with those terrible grades? Because here, you know, this team does a pretty good job of uh, taking care of its players. Yeah. And the retired J.J. Watt was on the Pat McAfee show today. He was asked about DeAndre Hopkins and if D-Hop would consider playing in New England, given that Bill O'Brien, his old coach with the Texans, is now the O.C. there. I think if Hop thinks he can win there, I think he would go. Like I think he is at a point in his career where he wants to have the ability to win. And so I, I think it more comes down to if he believes that that's a place where D he does have a chance to go and win. Let me tell you again, Bo, right now, I know you're working from home today. I had a feeling, and I was walking around the newsroom saying, wondering if today was going to be the day that D-Hop was going to get traded somewhere. I don't think it's going to happen. It's 4.08 in the afternoon on Friday. I think it would have happened by now. I just, I had a feeling today was going to be the day, but it doesn't look like that's the case. You know, you just, you know, we've been in this situation with players and getting traded before, and you know, especially with the Suns, was DA going to get traded? And, you know, we're there with DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, we've been there with uh, with all of our teams, but you're sitting there right now and just wondering, is he going to get traded? I still expect that he will be. I just don't know when it's going to happen. We had Diamondbacks manager Troy Lovello on earlier, and he raved about the new face of the franchise, Corbin Carroll. He has a very unique ability to block out the noise, and he has a great desire to be uh, a top player by working hard and going out and performing. So he promised me that he wouldn't change his mindset that got him to this point. Yeah, I think for a couple days he probably was wondering what else he had to do. Really, the answer is nothing. He just has to be himself and go out and perform every single day. In other news, Gambo, according to you, right-handed pitcher Corbin Martin is expected to start the season on the 60-day injured list like Mark Melanson. Tell us what you know about this. Well, they're going to have two guys that are going to start on the 60-day IL. I checked on it just a short time ago. I reported yesterday or the day before that it was going to be Mark Melanson would start on the 60-day 
60-day IL, and that would open up a roster spot. And that's what you get. If you go to a 60-day IL, then you get to open up a roster spot. So Corbin Martin, same thing. This is going to be months of a recovery. And, boy, he has been injured a lot in his career, man. He has been injured a lot. Uh, he would have made the roster like he would have been on the team. But now two open roster spots that they have to fill because two guys that they were going to count on in that bullpen you know, are not going to be there for the start of the season. Yeah, Corbin Martin, of course, the key, one of the key pieces coming back in the Zach Granke deal from a couple of years ago, and that was always going to be the risk with him. So two parts of the bullpen Diamondbacks will be without, and it sounds like they will be without for a while based off of what Gambo is reporting. Around the NFL today, I'm not sure what took so long, but Jimmy G is officially a Raider. There was a little bit of a holdup in the announcement. It had led to some speculation that maybe something was falling apart. Nothing has fallen apart. Jimmy G officially signs with the Vegas Raiders. The longest tenured member of the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line is seeking a trade. Offensive tackle Jonah Williams has expressed his desire to be traded, according to ESPN. It requ- the request comes after four-time Pro Bowl tackle Orlando Brown agreed to terms with the Bengals earlier in the week, and Orlando Brown wants to and will be played at left tackle. Jonah Williams thinks that's his pati- his position, and he wants out, according to reports. What is this, college? Where you want to just go into the transfer portal? I guess. I'm not happy. I want out. I'm not, I'm not happy. I want to leave. In the last year it's of his like, rookie deal. It's an interesting yeah. story, to say the least, that he's requesting a trade now because of this. Yes. It is, but he's like he's a good player, so I would imagine that there's going to be some interest in a possible trade coming up with him. Yeah, and Sacramento Kings guard Kevin Herter's MRI returned clean on his right hamstring strain. He is day-to-day and questionable for the Kings next game, so maybe not as bad as some people had thought, given how clean the Sacramento Kings have been injury-wise so far this year. God, it's amazing that that you know health is their strength, man. That, they got a lot of others, but health is a key reason why that they they've done so well this year. Yeah, no they've doubt been about very it. healthy. That's your four o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo Show.